When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, you want to go, you go start out. All right. Uh, again, I uh, thank Sean for having me on um, I'm Reggie with uh, Ironstone Kennels, uh, located in um, Southern Maryland. Yeah. How, how you doing, Sean? My name Dion Key with Tough Enough Corsos, located in Southern Maryland, part of um, the Coastal Brotherhood. Uh, I got to Coastals maybe 20 years ago at um, PG. I live in PG, I was living in PG County. In the PG County, my father used to breed, used to breed pit bulls. And, and PG County got real bad, and they started start fighting pit bulls. And so they got, um, in the county, just a few people, don't take, don't take too many people, just a couple bad apples and made it bad for everybody. So... They outlawed pit bulls, American pit bulls in PG County. So eventually, I was looking for a dog. I was in love with the pit bull, and I couldn't find a dog that matched. So I went looking, 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 looking. And I happened running to the Carney Corso on the pu- uh, puppy find page. So I, so I didn't own Carney Corsos for like the last 20 years, and I've been breeding them for the last five. Uh. I got into the Connie Corsos in 2013, and uh, my story is a little similar. Uh, actually, I bought a, uh, a pit bull for my daughter uh, and got a notice on the door that I had to get rid of her. Uh, it was a female. I had to get rid of her. So uh, my father-in-law, uh, Buddy, used to breed the Connie Corsos. Uh, I want to say he was breeding back in, like, Maybe like 2010, or they was breeding for a while. But at the time, when he had to get rid of the uh, the the pit bull, uh, he introduced me to uh, his friend that's located out here in Southern Merlin as well. Uh, and I, I I started off, I bought one, and uh, I like how it was going. So maybe like a few weeks later, I, I bought a, another one. I so I started off with two and just raised them up from maybe like 2012, 2013 until today. So I've been dealing with the breeds since 2012 or 2013. I forget the year really, but I know it was around that time. Uh, again, you know, this is my second time on. Like I say, it's a great breed. Uh, I, I try to do like a lot of like education on it. I try to learn as much as possible about the county Corso. Uh, because it's just a, a very majestic type dog. Uh, I'm just just very intrigued with it. Uh, I speak with a, a ton of people uh, on a daily basis about this breed. Uh, just, you know, searching and, and just trying to find out much uh, information as possible to, uh, you know, to teach or help the people in my area because, you know, a lot of people just like the dogs because of the size or how it looked. Uh, I got more to 
what the dog was really about, what they were really using the dogs for, and uh, stuff like that. Uh, well, from the last two years, uh, several import dogs, uh, several great American line dogs. Um, it's been a, it's been quite a journey. It's been quite a journey, a, a good one at that though. Uh, I think last time we spoke, I, I spoke on the uh, the Connie Corso Brotherhood, uh, which we do yearly. Uh, Dion, uh, Mr. Dion, right here, and we have uh, like two to three other people that's in our. Uh, we call them like uh, moderators or or admins of this group. Uh, so we we'll do like a, a yearly cookout and have uh, just if you have a Connie course over, uh, you just come on out. Uh, we have vendors there. Uh, we have dog trainers there. Uh, it's been a great experience with that. Uh, you can cut in uh, anytime. Yeah. Also, <laughs> also, we do a lot of socialization there. We we introduce people to the breed. We teach people to we teach people about the breed. We teach them about the temperament of the dog, the function of the dog. Um, it's for people to get together, like-minded, and um, to share their, their point of views and educational educational wealth with each other, so we can so we can try to solidify the breed to get it back to uh, we're not get it back to let everybody know to let everybody know what the breed is mainly about, so it won't get um basically so it won't so it won't be viewed as a bad dog because. We want to try to keep the, we try to keep the kind of course off the bad log list, and we also want to keep people that's buying the dog just for the look or just for the size of buying it, because we also do a lot of rehoming too. So people call us and buy a dog, and they realize six months later, oh, this ain't the dog for me. So we try to get the people before they get before they go buy a dog, say, okay, I want this dog because it's black. I want this dog because I want it to be 180 pounds, which don't exist. So we try to cut those people out, and we also try to teach people, you know, that the dog's not a bad dog. The, the, main, the main thing, sir, is is the education part of it. So we won't have a lot of dogs in our area and and in the shelters and stuff like that. Like we we help with that. Like we we definitely are breeders, but we help with every aspect of the breed. Like like even if you you didn't buy the dog from us, you could have just had a Connie Corso period and. Uh, if you reach out to us, we'll definitely try to find a home, make sure that the dog is uh, get to a better situation, a better place. Uh, like uh, we 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 put our all into it. Like I say, it's a team of us. Like we'll call around, reach out to others. Like right. we know people that 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 wants uh, you know a county corso and you know and, and is willing to take the dog in and do right by the dog. So uh, we do a lot of different things as far as the breed. Yeah, we have also talking people to keeping their dogs and getting training because a lot of times people just don't want to put the time in. So we right. also have people and actually got them to keep their dogs and work with them at no cost so we can make sure the dog had the best environment and the family had the best environment. For sure. Yeah. We have um imported in about five five dogs and I bought two dogs for Tony Scanning. I then bought a dog from Alcor. I'm actually into the learning how to breed. Instead of just breeding, I'm learning how to be co breed correctly to produce the right dog. So what would you guys say is the correct 
temperament for the the Connie Corso. What what are you guys breeding towards as far as you know the temperament and the structure? Basically, uh, a great family oriented dog. Uh, very kind of like elusive towards strangers. Uh, really just want to protect the household. Uh, I'm gonna say this, Sean. With with the uh, import dogs to the American line dogs, I honestly want to say that we produce some of the, in my opinion, the greatest temperament of the Connie Corso because it is showing and doing all aspects of what we think the dog should do. As far as you know, what we learn from a daily basis is just you know reaching out, talking, and that temperament, it shows. Uh, I get a lot of text messages, uh, phone calls. My veggie, I really appreciate this. This was a great dog that follows temperament. Uh, I have some dogs that uh, like just been through training and, and just excelled. I mean, like totally just excelled in it. Like, it's, it's a great thing to see. Yeah. Yes, we also want to be trying to breed towards a stable temperament dog. You said a kind of course so shouldn't be, they should be aloof. So they should be aware of their surroundings, but they shouldn't attack everybody, anybody from just, just because they see a person, they shouldn't attack it. So it's the same dog that you could be able to curl up in your house and play with your, your two-year-old, should be the same dog to know when to protect the family. So we, we so we trying to breed an even, even temperament dog, a dog that's, that can go in society and you can walk the dog down the street that's confident that's not going to just attack people. But if it needs to, it will protect. And we also really like a lot of people looking for dogs that don't exist. So um, we try, we trying to be the healthier dog. It's not the smaller dog. It's not the bigger dog. It's a dog right where it's supposed to be at in size and structure. We be for the right head type, the right muzzle type, a third of the, a third of the skull for the muzzle. Um, the dog that's energetic, the dog that's not sitting on the couch, the dog that not going that can walk and can do everything that's supposed to do. Who are uh, some of your guys' uh, mentors in the Connie Corso game? Uh, yeah, for me, uh, I, I speak with a, uh, a a lot of people. Uh, Tony's one. Uh, again, Kenneth James. I, I do uh, talk with Kenneth when he's not uh, too busy out there in Italy doing uh, his thing. Uh, uh, now I've been speaking with uh, Shauna DeMores, uh, Mike Satelli. I mean, a lot of the old heads that like was in the breed from the uh, beginning, I reach out and talk to. Uh, I try to get on some of the, the boards on either Facebook or Instagram and indulge in uh, some of those conversations to learn, to give my opinion or what I think or what I feel. Um, and just, uh, it's, it's just a group of guys that, like, we we have a group chat and, and we just talk dogs on a daily basis every single day, uh, you know, uh, giving our information, our input on what, what we feel or what we think or you know, just listen to uh, one another's vision. Uh, honestly, I I don't have like a main source. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like you gotta be you gotta be in the in crowd, kind of like kind of in crowd. But the person I've been talking to mostly lately is um, Dirk Master from Alcor. 
he's pretty, he's he's pretty. Man, he gonna ramble on. He gonna talk to you for hours, but you gonna you gonna you gonna get a lot. You gonna you gonna get a lot at one time if you get him on the phone. Mm-hmm. Tony Scanny is also like like Reginald says a good is a good um influence, and I believe that he do well by the breed. But there's a lot of people, but a lot of stuff you have to do research on your own because it's like I said, it's kind of an in crowd. If you ain't in an in crowd, they a lot of people ain't gonna mess with you. They don't want to let you win. You know, we we work out dogs. Uh, we have a few trainers that uh, we we deal with. Uh, I uh, you interviewed Evelyn before. Uh, hands down, Maybe. Evelyn is is yeah. Yes. She's she's amazing with the the uh like the, the training far as like uh just uh simple simple like sit stay the eating thing like uh, she she does uh, very Obedient. well with obedience training period. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 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 Triple C K nine uh, Leroy 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 he does very uh, well with it. You know everybody has a uh, own techniques. Uh, and, 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 I just see that guy turn turn around dog that that will get put with a guy put down went for Leroy. The dog would have got put down. He he's amazing. he's an expert in training the contracoso breed. Mm-hmm. So right. Yeah. Even up and coming. One of our, our good friends, uh, Vincent Winters, uh, VFW, Connie Corso. Uh, he has some great techniques. Uh, uh, he got a few dogs I went over, and he can make the dogs uh, lay in position. Won't The dog will not move unless he give his command. And I, I, I commend him for it because that's just showing that you're putting the time in with your dogs that it deserves. So, like, anyone that's doing anything productive with the dog, uh Hands down, I really want to congratulate. If I know you, I don't, man. If I miss you, I, I apologize. But right. there's a lot of people that really do great by these dogs. And yeah. especially in our area right now, we've been working on our area, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> we're, trying to, we're trying to get there. Plus, also in this breed, we learned, I learned, I had to teach Reggie, too. Sometimes he's got to be quiet and let people... Kick um tell 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 a story on how what the breed is, and you gotta get through a lot of BS until you can get to the root. But if you talking and you kind of argue, you never get to the root. So sometimes when they spit in BS, it'd be a lot of truth in there too. Right. So best to just be quiet and listen, and 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 then you, you might learn something. Sometimes I had conversations, Sean. I feel like the dog be it's it's like kind of like all over the place. I really believe, like, in a breed that all these dogs should look like, no matter the color, no mm-hmm. matter the color, but features and temperament-wise, and structure, stuff like that, mm-hmm. I, I really feel that it should be all the same. And sometimes, you know, you're looking at the dogs, and the dogs are kind of like all over the place. It's been over 40 years since they quote-unquote recreated the dog or try to save it from extinction mm. uh 30 40 years I, and i know um what they say revolution is it, not it's not evolution it's not that far. Yeah, yeah evolution i'm sorry mm-hmm. evolution it's not it's, it's not going to change drastically like like it like it is mm-hmm. and also temperament dogs temperament should be all over the place like the dogs be aloof, but like you said, it shouldn't want to bite everybody, and it shouldn't run the hottest tail either. It's supposed to be yeah. a confident dog. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, 
I'm I'm really interested in uh creating line of the dogs that we have. Um I I, I wanna keep it consistent. I wanna keep the look consistent, the temperament consistent. Uh and I, I truly just that's that's really like one of my main goals. I want you to know when you see a uh an ironstone production that you know what it is. And and, and I still feel like I have a long way to go. I feel like I uh, I do study a lot, but I still have uh, ways to go. But you know, my brother here, I, I use I use dogs off his yard. Uh, we we do things together, and and like like right now, what I see is like is like we we there in a, in a way, but we still got some going to go. Yeah, I'm looking to same thing. I'm looking for the I want to that produce the best. Healthiest dog that's that's close to the that's close to type possible. So I want to have a healthy dog that's gonna live, can walk, can jump, can dive, can do everything it's supposed to do. If I need to, if somebody want to hunt, whether they can take it or hunt, I want to produce the best dog to do what it's supposed to do. I'm also another ten years. I want to. I should be by that time. I'll be retired from a regular job. I, I believe I want to take the dog. I want to get to the show ring. So lately, we've been going trying to get to the shows. We want to get in the show ring, so we we got some we got some good people that we that we've been following. Um, Vicky Venza, if I say her last name right, yeah. Kate Rose. Um, it's, it's a lot of people out that we following that 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 we that we believe we believe that um we can get us get us to where we want to go. And, and uh, oh, sorry, Sean. I want to get back to that that mentor thing. Uh, I really don't have like a mentor. Mentor, it, it kind of stuck with me when you said it. I talk to a lot of different people, and the reason is that because sometimes you may get locked in with one or two uh, people that you're talking to, and sometimes a person will try to persuade you to think like them, mm-hmm. and be on the same thing they are. And and I'm just not that guy. I I think I can learn some stuff from you, and I'll take what you got to give. But I'm not gonna take your word for gold. And that's even right. some of the top the top breeders right now. Yeah, like uh, the, like that coat mentality. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna learn what I can learn from you. You know, and and I'll tell you thank you, and I'll I'll move on. We can be you know I'll reach out to you and talk to you and just. You know, talk dogs with you and, and see what else I can learn from you, or maybe I got some information that I can give. So, you know, I try to have a fair conversation, but I'm not gonna lock myself in just one particular person because sometimes when you do that, I've seen a lot that they'll try to persuade you or make you think like how they're thinking. And, right. And I don't. I just don't think it's fair. And and, and like in our brotherhood, brother and sisterhood, it's kind of close to brotherhood, but brother kind of we all like me and Reginald, Vinny, um, Cornell. We all talk every day, and we all don't agree on the same thing. Yeah. We but we, we bump heads. I might tell Reg, Reggie might tell me something today. I said Reggie don't know what he's talking about. Two months <laughs> later, I said Reggie, you know what you was right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah but we, but we all, we all keep each other sharp. We all keep each other sharp, and we hold each other accountable. Yeah. So, you guys, can you uh, talk about the differences between 
the American and the European lines? I know it's like a big debate in recent times. So kind of, can you guys, in your own words, describe what you think the differences are between the Europeans and, and, and the American courses? I, really, honestly, I, well, look, I, I got a female over here that Dion produced, and mm. I got a, I got a, uh, a female from Romania. Uh, she's half Italian, half Romania, so she's half, uh, I'm gonna say Bocce line, uh, but uh, it's Capaglio. That's that's the real line, but I just say Bocce because he was the breeder, and uh, Anka. Hers is uh, polygamous. Uh, yeah. CC. I can't. I really can't. Uh, but I, she made her real close. Uh, I'm, <laughs> you never see that. I'm sorry, but I, I just I can't pronounce the name uh, correct. But uh, Faz, they temperament is like one of the same. Faz, the look is one of the same. Uh, they they definitely are very protective. I mean, and I like the females a lot. You know. I, I put more of my time into the females, uh, and that's just because what I see them do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as far as like with teaching and uh, they pups and, and when they delivering and you just not having like, I man, I was I was I was really gone off there because like they never had like puppies before, and then she just like it just clicked in and all the stuff just came to her, and they just worked it out. That's any female dog any breed, just pay attention to them because I, in my opinion, I feel like they give off more traits, uh, more of the temperament uh, than the day. And th that's just my opinion. And that's just what I, I recognize. So that's why I say that. But far as one from overseas and then the American, not too much. A lot of difference sometimes is like, like sometimes the American dog, the black and tan. That's it. That's I, it. There's a lot of great American <laughs> dogs, though. I'm think, not going to take nothing away from the American side. There's a lot of great American breeders out here that really have great dogs. Shauna, uh, 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 Tony, Dirt. Uh, it, I mean, there's it, a lot of them. Like some of, some of the Bob dogs Dave, I don't like. like oh, Barbara, Barbara Davis. So, and, and she doing what we done. She she got an import dog, an import male, and took it to a uh, American female. And I promise, I I text her all the time like, "Wow, you them dogs are nice." She's like, "Thanks, brother." And and, and I'm just you know, it, to me, it's like you just having the best of both worlds right. when you put them together. I, but it's I, just it's just a type. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's a, like a lot of different dogs. Sorry, bro, I didn't mean to cut you off. But, but it's a it's a it's a lot of different type of county course so I just try to choose the ones that like in that same category they all kind of like like they they resemble much as possible to try to like you know to, to keep them how I need them yeah for me and originally because I'm a smaller dog person when I originally was a bigger dog person at first I was a little smaller type and then we decided to meet in the middle where yeah. to me it's like the the well, the dogs that I have seen so far, the European, the ones that I think we have we um got imported in, they're a little they're a little they 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 look good, actually look good, but they're more of a leaner goal. They're more leaner. I can't say they're more athletic because I have plenty of athletic American dogs, but 
I think they're a little leaner. Um, I think the American dogs used to be a little bigger, but most people are coming, get them down to size to where they should be. Um, but both of the ground, the temperament, the temperament is normally the same. The temperament goes from dog to dog because I done had dogs that's, that was scary, that was from America. But I had dogs that was kind of shy in the beginning, but that's with Connie Corso that happened from airports. But turn around being, being a you know, real confident dog. So I think it's mostly the size. And with Americans, you know, it's hard for us to agree on anything. Everybody had the best. So since everybody got the best, instead of trying to fix a dog, we everybody want to breed for what they want, which is normally bigger. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, Sean, it's on how the dogs are being raised as well. So mm-hmm. like I say, I have one, uh, well, I have two import dogs here now and my American line dog as well. And it's all how they how they raise, how they taught, and how they board up, and they pretty much act the same, mm-hmm. about the same size and everything. Uh, both of my girls jump a six foot fence easily. Mm-hmm. All I gotta do is call. They uh, over the gate, <laughs> right over it, right yeah. over the gate. They jumping over the like um, the kennels, the ten by ten, six foot kennel, easily. If I if I take too long to get off work or something, oh they over the gate they be in the yard just walking around like oh you took too long you know and it's the same it's the same it's the same temperament it's just really all on what us as handlers pet owners breeders what we put into the dog uh I think that's what we get out of it right no matter where the dog is from it's on it's, it's us as the owners to put that time in. To, to get the, the best out of our dog. What would you say, sir, uh, the, the biggest issue right now for the Corso is for like health and, and uh, temperament and structure and all that? What are some of the things that you guys have to be mindful of? Uh, health, health is a main one. Um, my brother takes the dog down daily to get the OFAs and the hearts and stuff like that uh, checked. Uh, we, we just want to push for a healthy dog. So if you do get a dog that you get to enjoy years and years of the dog uh, from us, uh, we just don't want to be smacking the dogs together and, and, you know, producing stuff that we shouldn't produce or will cause, like, issues or, you know, someone get a – just, just, we just don't want a messed up dog, basically. Like, we don't want you to get that dog and then it's like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, and, and I, I just seen it a lot. I, I help people a lot. Uh, you know, there's one lady in our group. Uh, she's like, Ranch, I had, I had my dog, this, this, and this. And I, I mean, I felt bad for it. The dog had cherry eye, uh, hip dysplasia, all at the same time. I'm like, man, you should just, you know, a lot of times people, they rushing to get the dogs and not doing their homework. And a lot of times, I mean, it, it, it caused issues the whole way fires for from them to now they want to get rid of the dog and now maybe the dog is going mm-hmm. to the pound so it's like a it's like a trickle effect if us as breeders not doing the right thing from the from the get-go you got to do your due diligence yeah. so like ofa hips and elbow heart that's that's mandatory you had to get it done and make sure that you produce and that because you got two healthy dogs don't mean you can produce that healthy puppy though stuff happens so yeah. nature nature 
but that's that's main. Now we get into we start and do embark. So we start to do that for the disease panel, so we can check to make sure the two dogs that we put together um comfortable to each other. So we're not putting two dogs basically like you know, like two parents, like two say human parents. One parent could have sickle cell trait, the other one can have sickle cell trait, but neither one of them can have sickle cell. But if you put them two dogs together, you took them two parents together, yeah, it's gonna have gonna have the sickle cell. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So we want so we are clearing all diseases to make sure we put the right dogs together health-wise first. And for as far as structure, we want to build a nice dog, a nice male, 120, 130 pounds, female, 100 pounds, and 10 pounds, 95 pounds. Don't she can she can do what she's supposed to do, got correct chest height, um <clears throat> muzzle, like color. We're not big on color. We joke about the black and tan all the time because that's what we do, but we really don't care the color. As long as the dog looked like it's supposed to look, had a structure, the temperament, um, and can do what it's supposed to do, we 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 happy with the dog. <coughs> and what are some of the major health issues right now? Is it hearts or hip hip dysplasia? Hip, hip dysplasia. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hip. Uh, some some oh, dogs. I, yeah, some dogs that I know came from well, not from none of the breeds that I deal with, but. Some dogs came from overseas that had uh, epilepsy issues. Uh, right. mm-hmm. I, I, ran, I ran across uh, several videos on the Facebook uh, or Instagram, and people just don't know what to do. So stuff like that, like that's some of the issues I I, I seen from overseas. Yeah. Uh, I know there's a few people here in America, uh, but not in our state as, as much. I maybe I talked to maybe one like one or two people, like in one of the groups that we we, we monitor around, and like they dogs uh, suffer from epilepsy, but not too many. I seen a lot from out of out of out of the country or, or like other states, but like I mean, oh. it's, a, it's a lot. Of, I'm sorry, it's a, it's a lot of people. Like now, I you do have some people uh, that's that's pushing for. Uh, the health tests and, and things like that to try to make the breed better because uh, we're gonna have to do it as a as a as a unit like we have to and we have to wean out the ones that's not interested in the dog they interested in what they can make out of the dog or the money part of of dealing with this breed like I I, I get frustrated with it a lot because I really care about it like I I, I I put several thousands and thousands into my program as far as like the setup, kennel, uh, welfare house, uh, stuff like that, dogs, <laughs> everything, the food, but, they, eat, I, they eat some of the best food right now. Yeah. Also, so, this, this hip dysplasia is and, and, and it's a real, real big problem. Some of us are hereditary, some of it just happen, but some of us, as humans, we cause ourselves because we consider like we try to educate people because the first thing they want to do, people want to do is get their puppy and want to know why my dog ain't weighing a hundred pounds and it's twelve weeks old, which it shouldn't. Right. Right. So so we gotta teach people, we try to educate people how to how to feed the dog, how to not let the dog jump and not take the dog, not to take a a three month dog on a five mile walk. We try to educate people how the dog should be taken care of. That also helps us. We try to 
educate people on how to take care of their dogs. But hip place is, is a real big, real big problem here in the United States. Right. You guys haven't seen much of the epilepsy, huh? We haven't nah. seen. Thank God. No. Nah. But it, uh, people, it, people in our area that like you know once they like get in contact. And, you know, you you sit there and listen to the story. Like like I said, it's like it's been like maybe like two people that I talked to from our area. Uh, and I always want to see the pedigree. Like you send me the pedigree, I want to take a look at it, and see like what's what's there. And you know, a lot of times that that might don't even be accurate sometimes. So right, it just <laughs> never knows. So they always like, well, I got it from someone that had it, and you know, it, it's a, it always a long story. We also like. It, Pedigree, we don't know. We got other people like, uh, like, like I said, Barbara, uh, William Wiseman, my buddy Dwayne Lewis up in Ohio. We got the people that we sent it to to, to, to double check us to make sure that we're not buying a dog with epilepsy or putting a dog with epilepsy, you know, with another dog that, 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 that might, that, that might cause, first thing first, we want, we don't, we want to produce healthy puppies. So, we don't want any dogs out there with epilepsy, and that's that's a big thing. The second thing about epilepsy, the cause of epilepsy, sometimes people get the flea and tick, and they and they they get you know the vets recommend. Uh, I can't say the name, but they recommend flea and ticks um, that that they get, they get them to choose the last three months. And so that's giving your dogs three months worth of poison at one time. And and that causes that cause also cause dogs to have seizures as well. So we try to get people to, to get um once once a month fleeing ticks, and that also help helps with um cut down some of the, the um the hepatitis that's not genetic. Right. Uh, for me, <laughs> that's that's my that's me. But you for get me, it. uh, as as long as you have parents in the middle that's not related. Well, I'm gonna give you an example. So if I have, like, say for instance, I had a, a one male, two females. The females are not related. The females have different parents from each other. You know, both sets had different parents, and I produce, uh, I, I produce a little with both of those females. I will take me. We'll take both. I will take one male, one female. I will put them two together to solidify what I'm trying to get out the dog, out the breed. If that parent, you know, holds what I, I what I need for my program at that time, so I will do it. But it, it has to be at least four dogs in between those two that I'm using. So you won't get those genetic defects, heart issues, and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, I will line breed. I haven't yet. I have. I did it once, but it's like three generations out. But me, I'm I'm totally against like inbreeding, like half brother, half sister. I'm totally against that because I'm not against it totally. I'm just it for my. It's a, it's a it's a science project, and if you do it wrong, you can mess up. So I believe that with um. With inbreeding, you know, you, as well as you double down on the good traits, you double down on the bad traits. So right now, I'm working on, I am working on my line. I don't have a bloodline yet. I'm working on it now. But I believe on doing outcrossing, try to breed the closest dog to type 
together to produce the dog that you want. Right. Probably just I don't, I don't want to use traditional, but just the the correct type. A lot of times in the in the show ring, like you know, you you will see some county corsos with a lot of maybe not not all because we ran into Vicky and she had some nice dogs there. Um, but you will see a lot of the type like boxer type, you know, <laughs> that, 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 that right. That, that's there, and and I want to bring more of the the correct type. I want to I want to get out of the word traditional, because people people burn that word up so much. So, but the, just the, the correct type, right? You know, the correct type. You know, what a county corso should be, or how a county corso should look. You know, sometimes you might get in there, you might you might see some dogs. You you could see a different breed in the dog, but they still right. saying it's kind of corso and stuff like that. And that, that, that irks me a little bit, but you know, it is, it is what it is, but I, I just stay away from it. I don't voice my opinion on it. I don't talk bad about a person's dog. I just, I just continue to, to do what I, I feel like I need to be doing in my program. So the people around me will have the correct dogs. And I, I try to my best to study as much as possible, I got I got books and books and books in there that I I skim through and read when I have time. A lot of time I'm working or I got some stuff going on with the family, but I do read my books and I, I do talk to a lot of great people and not just one, but just a lot of great people and talk to my brothers daily, my sisters daily about the dogs to to get you know to keep my information correct and tight. Uh, I, I'm not a know-it-all. Like sometimes, you know, people might reach out to me, and I, I mean, if I do know some things, I, I'm willing to get up the information. And if I don't know, I'm willing to let you know that as well. I don't think I know it all. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. I, I I'm learning each and every day. Each and every I, day. I actually, when I, I, I want when I get into it, I want to shut things down. But right. now, I can't really tell you what I want to bring to the show ring. Still evaluating the show ring. I haven't seen them on TV. I haven't been to enough shows to say what they like. But I have seen a lot of champions say that I don't want to produce some of the dogs that have been called champions. Right. We, we basically, we don't really breed for color. You don't, you don't care. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. Um, so, now, do we I have a favorite color? Yeah. yeah. Bond with a black mask, hands dangling. But really? I don't breathe. I don't breathe for that color though. I just breathe yeah. for a healthy, healthy dog. I like the fawn with black mask too. Yeah, for sure. That's my favorite. <laughs> that or Brendel. Brendel is like one of the most uh, colors. Like that. Like when they when the when the dog was first produced, like. It was always a lot of brindle, so I, I really like just the the black brindle, the you know the regular brindle. Uh, no color don't really matter. I like all of the dogs. I, I love them. Like no matter the color, if I see good in them and, and I see good things and good traits, I mind. I, I, no matter what the color is, I want it. Like even if even I reach out to someone about a dog, like like you know, we've been trying to like go to like something like the old times. I never asked about a color. I don't I, right. I care less about the color. If you got a nice healthy dog, I'm looking for X, Y, and Z. Right. Uh 
If you got it, like, oh, okay. If you say that's the one, then that's the one I want. I, yeah, we can like clear about you know, top line, bottom line. We clear, we clear about everything. Cutter's like the last thing on the list. Yeah. Of what, yeah. We, what we try to do. Now, I ain't going to say I haven't bought a dog for color. Got to find the breeding. I found I found the breeding with what's Uncle, and I didn't have a color in my yard. And I asked her for that Pacific color over that Pacific breeding. Right. But I want to make sure it had to had the best structure. I want to have to make sure it had the best structure that 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 um to add to my kennel. I mean, so yeah. I asked for a blue, like I, I wanted gray. Uncle, yeah. she said she showed me a straw, like nah, Uncle, that's not what I want. I want a gray. That she that when we got the uh, pebbles and and Penelope, and I and I actually picked the dog out that I wanted, and the dog is a, she's an amazing dog. Yeah. Penelope is an amazing dog. It is, it's so many stories. <laughs> yeah. So many stories on the history of the Connor Corso. Uh, I really just believe, like, not one specific person created this breed. I feel like, in, in my heart, from what I've been reading, like, when they had, like, the wars in Italy and stuff like that, and dogs were left behind, I, I really believe that the dogs may have created themselves to mm-hmm. a, a certain extent, and once the farmers uh, seen the dogs, you know, because some of the dogs were stray, you know, the farmers picked them up, raised them, and then they started using these dogs, and then this became a part of the Italian culture, and, you know, just like we were intrigued, like, with the size and stuff, I'm pretty sure that there was, like, nice, nice, healthy dogs over there, and I do believe some of the Corso history is coincide with the, the Neo. Mm-hmm. I do be, I believe that. <laughs> I, because, I mean, it, from what I see, like, even, like, like you know, on the books, and then, like, you get to some, like, like, like some of the Italian forms, you go in there, they'll put up a, a, a beautiful picture of a, a Neapolitan master, but in my eyes, you is is Connie Corso. You know what I'm saying. And like even here in America, like if you look at the neo history of what they wrote, the Corso history is the same dog. The template it's of the first thing was the same. It, it was the, it, but they used the type, same, same type of dog. It's the same. It, it was the same type. It's same it, type. It, yeah. It yeah. was the same type. Uh, what? Go ahead. It's just it's it's almost confusing, and like I say, I, I'm not a perfect about all of it, but it's just my beliefs. I do believe right. that, that that like back they then both, they both off the machine now. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. the dog. I yeah. I do I do know that much of it. They are but, off the the molasses dog, but them all. I mean, just. To me, like if you look on there, all those old photos back in the day, uh, 19, 18, and all that, like what they was considering what the Neo is, it's almost like a, almost like a Connie Corso. Uh, and like I, I made a statement before, is today's Connie Corso yesterday Neo? Because it almost seemed like that's what it is. It seemed like we're we're trying to breed. 
back to like then or something. It almost feel like that I, to me. But if you look at all the old dog, like the dogs they got now, don't look any to me. I know it's evolution, but they don't look anything like the old dogs. The old dogs were smaller dogs. They're like more leaner. They didn't have like big dogs. So I don't believe that they was. I believe they they related, but the neo today is not what it's used yeah. to be. So, and I believe like nothing, no, not defending any Italian breeders, but 40 years ago when they started sending dogs to America, I think like everything's about money. So I think sometimes like foreigners, I actually think Americans are, uh, are idiots because some of us are. And I think they sent us what they want to send us in the beginning. Yeah. So we had to work with what we got. And eventually, you know, some, some good breeders sent over who was right, but back in the day, I think, believe, they say, shoot, this isn't of anything, and take their money. So that's what I believe. I, I, I believe it's, it, 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 when, it, when, they, when they started to create the standard, it was too many chiefs and not enough yeah. Indians, if you understand what I mean. Yeah, because that's, that's, why, that's why I feel like the dogs kind of like, almost like all of the way, all over the place because like you had you might have these group of folks that believe okay the dog should be there so we're gonna make a, a registry and this is this is our standard. Now you got this group of people over here, oh no this they, they don't like what we doing so now they making a registry and they got a different standard too. And now you we can't come to uh, an agreement so now everybody's just going to do anything and everything they'd like because we can't agree on a, a specific standard for the breed. I believe if that had happened, the dog wouldn't be like it is. If you look at a Doberman, you know that's a Doberman. Yeah. You see, it, like, there's a lot of dogs out there. A Miley, you know this is a Malawal. You, 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 you know. And not just because of the color, but you just know because these dogs are uniform. They 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 resemble one another. Regardless if they got the same mother and father or not, you can tell what that breed is. Mm -hmm. And it's a sad situation in our breed. If you look at a few dogs, okay, okay, them some nice corso, but then they say this is a corso, and it's kind of like almost looking like a, a bull or bull mastiff or, mm -hmm. or something of that sort. So it, it's it's frustrating because I didn't see one look like a lad. They, these dogs, these dogs been around for such a long time that somebody should just step down or stepped up or and just look. We just want to come to agreement from the, from the beginning. They, I don't think they knew the dogs that was gonna gonna turn out to be this popular. Honestly, yeah. So now that it is, everybody want to be the head person in charge and. That's not what it's about. It's, a, it's always about the dog. The dog should have been the, the most important thing uh, to everybody, and especially the guys in Italy. This is y'all breed. This is this is from your home. Like, you know, I feel like, you know, and a lot of that here, even when they brought the dogs to the United States and everybody started wanting to get into it, everybody's just doing their own thing. When we all should have been in agreement, it's like it's a competition thing now. Right. Oh, I got to be better than this guy, or I got to be better than this. And it shouldn't be there, because once you put your feelings involved, the dog is going to be destroyed. The dog will be lost if, if we don't get it together. Absolutely. And, and that hurts, though, because I know there's a lot of people 
in Italy and in the United States that put they all into it. And I know they sitting back and just looking like this ain't what we expected, or this is not what we this this wasn't the plan. This ain't the vision. This wasn't the vision. Yeah. yeah. So you know, so I just try to stick to the script and, and just continue and, and try to educate myself as much as possible to try to stick close to type as possible. Like I've honestly, I mean, at this point, I I I honestly feel like you know, like I'm. Really, just too invested to turn back. Even though I, you know, not because I just feel like I'm doing the right thing, you know, now. But just like if I feel like I'm too invested, what about all the other people? What about because I'm a hobbyist. I'm I don't have litter on the ground, litter on the ground, litter on the ground. I do have my letters, yes, I do. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not. I'm not like I don't have a litter now. Uh, at this point, I'm just educating myself more. I'm trying to learn more. I'm not trying to push puppies out. And, you know, I feel like I try to respect the breed much as possible to just try to continue its legacy because the Connie Corso have a legacy that we need to try to, like, uphold and keep in good standards because, again, if, like like you say, like, you could just, you could tell, you could see. You yeah. can see, you can see, you can see what's, what, what it is and what it's not. Well, you can you can look at two top breeders. You see one going this way, and the other one going that way. They're going two ways. So if they if they pull in, if the two to three top breeders, they all pull, three pulling in different, different directions to fight and say who dogs who's right. How can us, us hobbyists know which dog is right if they can't even get it together from the beginning? Yeah, but it's not really about winning with me. Or, or losing because at right. the end of the day, these are my pets. I mean, I, it's my breeding stock. I, I invest a ton of money from importing to go to the top breeders. But at the end of the day, it, these are my pets. So I'm not going to sit there and try to like overdo something because I, I got I got a nine to five. I get up every morning, yep. leave out of here, go to work, and I take care of my dogs. Even mm -hmm. if I have a litter and I, and I do... Uh, sell some of my dogs or if I give some of my dogs away, whatever I whatever I do from it, I invest back into my dogs, better living conditions, uh better housing, uh, just just everything whatever I can do to make their situation better because at the end of the day I look at my dogs as family. I do everything family oriented right. with the dogs. My my grandkids, my daughters, uh, all all of them like they love my dogs. I mean I got dogs in my backyard buried because I wasn't taking them to the uh, down to the pound for them to be, be cremated or nothing. I, I dug a hole for them and buried them, and we had funerals in my backyard because Man. you know we we love our dogs. I know I know you have too, bro. You know, yeah, But I think with this dog game, with the dog business, like I've I, I I've worked, you know, I have a full-time job. I've been on it for 24 years. I got eight years before I retire. But honestly, with the dog business, the best thing I get out of other than the dogs, like anybody I actually purchase a dog from me actually becomes my family. Yeah. Actually, I talk to them. They can call me. They can call me and talk about their toe hurting. I don't care. They can yeah. call me. That just means a lot of good people that. Out of the dog, with the dogs, I just meet a lot of good people. A lot of people stuff in common. 
I just meet a lot of good people. So, but it's dope. But it's more of a like it's a hobby. It'll never be like a multi-million dollar business for me. It'd be a hobby, and I also would get people that I would have met, met if it wasn't for the dogs. Yeah. Um, and then you, you got to think a lot of the, like, we try to break that barrier too, Sean, because a lot of times, savings, you may go get a dog. I mean, and I, I've heard, and I, I'm friends with some of the people I heard people talk about. Uh, they want to go buy the dog. They can't get in contact with the breeder. Are they having issues with the dog? Rex, you think you can help me? Or Dion, you think mm -hmm. you can help me? I, I, I'm here for you. You you ain't have to buy the dog for me. If I can help you in any type of way, uh, better your situation with your dog or give you some information to help you uh, raise your dog up better or uh, help it with a health problem or a health issue or something like that, I'm going to give you that information. Right. I'm not going to say, oh, you because you ain't buy the dog for me, I'm not going to help you out. I care about the, I care about this breed genuinely. I'm right. going to help you regardless of you got it from me or the guy down the street. I don't care where you got to go. If you have an issue, reach out to me. I'm right. going to make sure if I have it to the, the information or what, whatever you need, I'm going to give it to you right in there. A lot of the times, like even some of the, the older breeds, and I don't want to like I'm talking about nobody, but a lot of even some of the older breeds, like after you get the dog, that's it. Yeah. Oh, that's that's it's just it. You got the money. Like, yeah, like, it's over with. Go down people houses and help them with their dog, even if they didn't buy a dog. Oh man, we got this problem. All right, all Sunday I'm gonna come down there. You bring your dog to my house. I can help you out with your situation or get you with somebody that can help you out with your situation. We got a, like I said, we got affordable. We got affordable. They ain't free. We got affordable trainers that's on our team where you can take your dog to. We don't have a, got to not pay your mortgage because you get your dog trained and get your dog trained. They really actually care about it. The only reason they charge you because they got to make something. But they work with they charge you so cheap that they care about the breed. Yeah. So they want to make sure that the breed is the best position as possible. You know, I have um with me, right now I have I have all my dogs here. I have a dog with my with um my partner, one of my partners, Muhammad. For you to actually have a line, you have to have a lot of dogs. So you have to have a co-owner, but you have to pick somebody that you trust. Trust me. It had to be somebody. Me and Reggie own dogs together, um, but it, it's it's actually had to be a trust thing. It's it's rough. I mean, that, that's a rough thing. That's definitely rough, especially if you working rush working full time jobs. Even if you could house house twenty dogs here, we still got to hold dogs back. So that's a rough thing. So co ownership, you just got to find a couple good people that you that you can trust. And that's willing to work, and that you know, that's, that's as passionate as you are about doing what you're trying to do. But sometimes it get hard because you think you got somebody you co-own with, you think you y'all the same basket, and then they they going a whole, they decide to do go a whole different route yeah. than the route that you're trying to go. So it's a hard thing. Yeah, it can be. I, I do believe it can absolutely be done. And the brotherhood. Actually, don't promote breeding. If you do breed, we're gonna try to make sure you're doing the correct way. Yeah. We actually don't. We don't actually don't promote breeding. We prefer people not to get in breeding just because they think they can make a quick buck. So go. we don't. But if you're gonna do it, we're gonna try to show you how to do it the right way. Right. Oh.
it's basically education based really truly only uh just just to bring people together just information that they could possibly use in the long run by raising uh the county corso uh and again just just getting like different vendors out just doing things that may have like healthy treats or uh just certain things that your dog may use and like and we free food uh juice you need everything like waters like we do everything yeah. free all on uh, us like uh, we put all our money into it for people to come out and have a great time just to enjoy the dogs just so we can be seen in a positive light because now to this day you really don't see too much of what we've been doing going on a lot and we we started this because I know when I first got in, it was very hard for me to get like information from people. If people just thought like you was new and you was trying to get in, like it was big shade being thrown and not a lot of help uh, was given to me. And I was just wanting just to learn more of the history of the dog and stuff like that. But it was a lot of shades. But once I did get locked in with a few great people that I started talking to that gave me a chance to listen, like, okay, this guy really want to learn. Or he, he, you know, I got that information and like my wife ordered me books online. And like I said, I read and and I just do this for my opinion and say, look, we, well, we need to help other people out because if no one's out here helping, then the dog will, or everything will truly be like lost. Like, like it's be like, the only thing you could honestly do when I came in was just buy a dog. They took the money, but it wasn't going to help you none. So mm-hmm. we tried to change the narrative here, especially in Southern Merlin. Like right now, we have we have a Southern Merlin a county corso group in the Brotherhood, and really it's been like a lot of people say this has been like the best experience, positive, everything. Like we we have zero tolerance for the nonsense. Like you can't no come. Drama. No drama. It's a no drama, no nonsense group. Yeah. We don't allow that at all. If you can't be educational, then then we don't we don't need you. So if you're gonna say something, we need you to have actual facts to back up what you're saying. Right. If you don't have actual facts, then we we can't we're not gonna let you just uh uh boss hog in a group, but one right. thing or bullying. Or even if we don't allow bullying yeah. either. Mm-hmm. Even if even if if you do have something to say, just make sure, like you say, you say it respectful and, and try to get a, have a, a, a adult conversation instead of oh you going back and forth or you trying to belittle someone or talk down on someone because they didn't have the information. That's what we here for. Especially if you had the information about this, you definitely should share it and help the next. Because if you right. if you have helping the breed out, so for all the ones that's like. They too snobby or they too uppy or I've been doing this for X, Y, Z long years or whatnot, you know, and you don't want to help me. It's a shame on you, man, because if I, I, I believe if you help one person or two or whatever dealing with this breed, you're not just helping helping the breed out, period. Right. Also, we ask people, part. is it about you or is it about the breed? Don't yeah. say. Yeah, that. right. Yeah, it's about you or it's about the breed. Do you want the breed to get better? Or are you not so concerned about the breed? You just want to talk about what other people not doing. Most people that, honestly, most people that talk about what other people not doing are the main person that's not doing nothing because they're wasting too much time worrying about other people's business. 
instead of trying to work hard and um, and perfected what they're trying to do. Yeah, <laughs> we had a similar conversation earlier, something like that. Like, yeah. no matter how long you've been in, it's it's what you've been putting in while you've been dealing with the breed, or how how long how, whatever you how long you've been inside this breed is what you've been doing, what you've been yeah. striving. What you've been pushing for if you've been making positive moves dealing with this breed here then you're doing something no matter if you've been in one two six months if you if you strive to do better, mm -hmm. better for the dog and better for yourself to have the knowledge like to to take care of these dogs then you winning you doing you doing the right thing and i can I, I take my hat off to anybody that's pushing to do the right thing by the breed i have like two acres now here yeah and my dogs would not leave off my property. Yeah, I, I could be at work all day and I come home. My wife's like, you left the cage? I'm like, uh-uh. With a dog walking around the yard. But the dog would not leave off the property. They're very loyal. They're not going to go too far. Yeah. When you come on this property, they're going to let you know you don't belong. So what, what what's your thought on like a, on a real athletic type meal? Do you think that could be bred into a course of in three generations and be no I no need to yeah. at this point today we have too many great examples of the Connie Corso to to go to go backwards okay. back has been, been done too much that we're trying to correct today now so it's no sense of doing that if you have a nice well-bred neo Congratulations, but that's a Neo. That's not a kind of <laughs> stick to the Neo. And we're hey, going to make a new breed. Go ahead and make a new breed. We had nothing against it. But yeah. it's not a kind of course, so. Yeah. Band dog, it's some great band dogs out here. Go ahead and make you a band dog. Yeah. Now, I just wanted to shed light on the Connie Corso breed. Uh, in my opinion, it's one of the best dogs ever. Uh, I didn't own a few other dogs. and had the best experience with these dogs. Very loyal. And again, like like he said, like my dogs got out. My my neighbor thought I had a visible gate. Like she said, your dogs got out. She called me. I was at work. And she said, they just sitting on the front. They won't leave. They ain't chasing nobody. They just stand on their front. As long as you she said one bop, like somebody walked past, he got up and bopped, but he didn't come home. And you know, just stuff like that. I love it. Like they, they very gentle with my my grandkids, my kids. Like they just very gentle and submissive to my kids. Uh, they don't know you. They 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 let you know we don't know you. We don't want you here. So all all that is great for me, especially in a family situation. Like you know, married with kids. So mm -hmm. I at home. I know my dogs will protect. Yeah. And, and that's with no really no training. Just a lot of love being shown. To my animals, from my family. I think uh, mine's like kind of a family oriented. The Connie Corso is really, really family oriented and oriented. A lot of people say they one person dogs, but they are to a point, but they not. Like I have a um, son that everybody knows. Like anybody that knows me or follow me on Instagram or Facebook knows my son. He's five years old. He's been around these dogs. Since he was born, he could actually go in a cage, walk a dog. He could actually go in a cage and walk and walk the dogs. He could put the dogs up. He could take the dogs out. They listen very well. 
they're very family oriented, but you actually have to put the time, man. Mm-hmm. So I, I think for the key point for me about the Corsos, I think they're very, very misunderstood. Mm-hmm. I think they're very misunderstood dogs. Like people see it. I heard the people take the dogs to the dog park. People get the dog minus business. People, like, oh, the dog on the track. The dog minus business. Take your little chihuahua. Yeah. Well, put it somewhere. The dog, my dog's mind is business. So I think they're very misunderstood. And I think it's absolutely, it's, we have to stay on top of this breed so they won't become the next American to pit bull because people like to give dogs um, titles that they don't, that they haven't earned. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. So education is a must. So that, that's, that's basically what we, we try to push is the education so people will know what the dog truly is without giving it a negative opinion. So if you have questions, eggs. Uh, if you want to touch the dog, eggs. If you, you know, if you want to learn more about the dog, just eggs. Somebody that's willing to try to educate you on this breed because like you say, we don't want any negative opinions or thoughts about the breed, especially here where we're from or where we live in our area because we work hard to, to show people that these are great animals like uh we're supposed to be setting up a walk soon and go down to like by the monument because we're close to washington dc so go down there uh and walk the dogs so so people get to see them because some people don't even know what the county course is they'd be like what 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 type of dog is that right so you just want to educate and get it out more so you have a, a positive experience uh when you see it right that's one of the reasons for the brotherhood. Instead of like talking about others or what they doing, man, we just want to build positivity around us. Keep this thing positive where we at. If you want a positive experience, Ironstone or Tough Enough is where it is. Yes, sir. Cardi Coastal Brotherhood. Yeah. <laughs> All right, no my last question. Coastal anywhere in Maryland, come to Southern. Go to um, Facebook. Go to Southern Murder County Coastals. We'll take care of you. If you got drama, find another group. Penny County calls for brotherhood. Hey, you you look for a brother, you look for a friend, you look somebody for show to, to talk about your dogs, or you just show the crowd on, you got a county call some, you part of our family. Come on, join us. That's awesome. No, I appreciate yeah. that. Here's my last question that I've been asking people. And I'll ask a little different variation of this. It's just, just a, okay. Say tomorrow couldn't fuck with the Corso anymore. You couldn't breed it. What mm-hmm. other breed? What other breed would you do if it was if it couldn't be the Corso? Honestly, it's a, this is a tough one for me. But honestly, my first love was American Pit, um, pit Bull Terrier. That's my first love. I grew up with, with them my whole life. Yeah. Uh, I love those, but since I can't get those, it's the Borbo. The South African Bull. Okay. For me, that's a hard question. But Reginald like pocket dogs. Yes, sir. Yeah. That the Pomeranian or the Japanese Akita. Those are great dogs. Yeah, those are good dogs too. Yeah, yeah. Japanese, the smaller, smaller, more athletic version, huh? Yeah. yeah. It's awesome.
Joseph, Joseph. Ooh, so I must, so I must be. Mary, Mary, Joseph, Joseph, Allah, Allah.